Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. A major expansion has been announced for the Grain Miller's Oat Processing Plant in Yorkton. Terry Tyson, Director of Grain Procurement, says the project will add 80,000 tons of oat product production at a cost of $100 million. Tyson says 25 new jobs will be created by the investment. The Yorkton facility manufactures a complete array of conventional, organic and gluten-free oat products. Premier Brad Wall says the province wants to ensure a competitive environment remains in place for these types of projects. Where uh, Grain Millers Canada Corporation has announced a, a big expansion, uh, 80,000 metric tons, 25 full-time jobs to be created there. They're in the oats business. They're in the ingredients business. So here, again, we're adding value to a crop, creating jobs here through processing uh, and selling the ingredients to others that make different food products. So uh, that's positive. The new milling capacity is expected to be in full operation by late next year. One of the changes announced in last week's Saskatchewan Provincial Government will affect insurance premiums. The PST, now 6%, will be charged on insurance premiums. Sean Jakes is president and CEO of Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation. He says crop insurance premiums vary from farmer to farmer depending on coverage but can be a fairly large number. Jake says producers have been calling Saskatchewan Crop Insurance offices with questions. Our offices, uh, I've been advised, have been getting calls, and uh, you know our, our our customer service reps in our local offices have been working with producers. What this means for them, uh, they're looking, uh, calculating out their coverage options for the year and what the potential premium could be, and then we're factoring in you know what the provincial sales tax uh, would mean to that. For producers who are already facing tight operating margins, Jake says they have various coverage options. We do have a variability of options that are available for producers. So if producers are, uh, you know, concerned that this will increase their bill significantly, uh, you know, producers can, you know, the deadline is March 31st. Uh, we can make adjustments to their coverage level. So they can, you know, maybe choose, uh, you know, a different uh, coverage option or price option, things like that, that would help uh, help make this uh, work for producers. The change will also affect premiums for the Western Livestock Price Insurance Program, but Jake says most producers get a reprieve. For this year, it's for premiums that are due on or after July 1st, 2017. Uh, so for any Western Livestock Price Insurance policies that are purchased after that date would be uh, charged PST, uh, but the mo majority of uh, Western Livestock Price Insurance are actually billed already. Uh, because they're billed as producers by the insurance. Uh, so most of those policies would have been sold prior to May 31st, actually. Sean Jakes is president and CEO of Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation. The chair of one of 13 short-line railways in this province doesn't believe they'll be jumping at the opportunity to purchase 900 rail cars owned by the provincial government. Those cars were put on the auction block in Wednesday's provincial budget. Wayne Bacon is the chair of Northern Lights Rail near Melfort. He says the government cars have an estimated shelf life of 14 years and they are longer and heavier than current railway hopper cars. We are in a contract with another company uh, leasing cars and so by taking this on uh, it would be an added cost at the time we really don't need a, uh, extra cars for our rail line. But in saying that I think there's two major hurdles that I see as if we did purchase. First of all the time frame that the life expectancy on this line is only about 15 more years at the most. So I'm not sure exactly what the dollars that the government wants out of these cars, but 
I'm sort of hearing somewhere around 40,000, 45,000. So if you look at, at that uh, over the lifetime, and it's, when the time runs out, we're going to end up with a sort of expensive car that we just have to get rid of through scrap. And then the other thing is, we talk to the rail companies, they really don't want to pull these cars too badly because they're an older style car and the new style cars, of course, are a little bit shorter, a little bit bigger round and they can haul instead of a hundred cars of the new cars, these ones have to be down to about 80. So it's, they sort of offset the length of the train so they can pull a lot more cars with the new cars. Bacon has heard the provincial government is hoping to get 40000 The short-line railways are also concerned about the loss of the $900,000 provincial maintenance grant in last week's budget. Bacon says his line has lost its provincial grant and will have to cut back some work. We lost our sustainability grant, which amounted to about 35000 a year. It was divided amongst the, basically the 14 short lines and, and depending on how long the track was, of course. And then uh, we had to match that grant, so that always went in back into making sure our lines are up and as safe as possible and we still have to do that but I think we'd likely be cutting back on just doing the bare minimum to make sure that the lines are safe but I know in our our plans were this year to put in $70,000 worth of ties this year so that would likely we just get cut back to like the 35000 which we had budgeted out of our budget. Bacon says the grant was also used for bridge inspections. Wayne Bacon farms at Canistano and is chair of the Short Line Northern Lights Rail near Melfort. A special celebration was held in Saskatoon Saturday evening to mark the centennial of 4-H in Saskatchewan. More than 500 people were at a gala event featuring Temple Grandin, an expert on livestock behavior and a well-known autism advocate. Grandin was also a 4-H member during her youth and credits it for helping her deal with autism. Well, I was very much into horses when I was in high school. Horses were the one place where I was not bullied and teased because the other students that were interested in horses uh, were not doing the bullying. And when I was about 15, 16 years old, I mean, horses were just my life. And then around the same time, I had a chance to go out and visit my aunt's ranch in Arizona. I was an Easterner going to the West, and I got introduced to the beef cattle industry. And that's why I'm here now. Grandin explains the importance of 4-H. Well, just watching these young people tonight, you know, presenting all these awards, that's really a good skill, teaching a young person to get up there and speak to a big crowd like that. Grandin says many young people need to interact more personally instead of being involved with electronics. The gala was hosted by a number of special 4-H ambassadors who emceed the event and mixed and mingled with the many guests in attendance. Dr. Mary Buer is Dean of the University of Saskatchewan's College of Agriculture and Bioresources and is also President of the Saskatchewan 4-H Foundation. The foundation is a charitable organization that administers donations made to 4-H. There was a very large bequest that was officially announced this past weekend. She says the bequest came from the estate of Morris Sobolski of Sheho, who passed away in 2014. Morris Sobolski was a farmer from Sheho, Saskatchewan, but he also had a degree from the college and he used to come in in the winters and teach uh, agricultural engineering, machinery and all of those sorts of things. And then he'd go back out to the farm and work the farm all through the year. And totally unbeknownst to anybody, when he prepared his will, he prepared a bequest to 4-H and the 4-H Foundation, just at the end of last year, got a check from Morris's estate. Again, we had no knowledge about it while he was living, for over $290,000 to help support 4-H in this province. 
The money will be invested and the interest spent on scholarships. Money from the fund can also be accessed for special events upon approval by the Saskatchewan 4-H Foundation. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were showing some downward pressure in early trading today. Viterra prices for oats fell $1.72 at $162.30. Number one red spring wheat went down 95 cents at $224.55. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $274.82. Feed barley, $129.14. Canola, $455.32. Flax, $488.96. Feed peas two hundred twenty dollars fifty four cents. Yellow peas three oh six forty nine. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was down three and a half cents a bushel at five thirty two and a quarter a bushel. Com. The livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRN. And now the latest livestock report. Heartland Livestock Market Report, Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards at an eventful week in the cattle industry. Our Tuesday cow sale definitely stronger on the kill cattle. Uh, kill cows, hard ones, a buck three to a buck ten. Sales to a dollar fifteen. Every cow that's sold that day averages ninety nine. The kill bulls up to one thirty five. They average a dollar nineteen with some of the bulls showing the strain of the winter season. On uh, bread cattle sale on Thursday, 600 dispersal cows. The good cows trade from 2 to 23.50. Sales as high as 25.50. Some pretty darn usable cows at 18.50 to 19.50. Bull sales. The Gillespie uh, purebred Hereford bull sale on Friday averages $6,750. Every bull in that sale sold to an active, active commercial demand and on the saturday bull sale lambs quarters 28th annual black angus sale the bulls average 47.50 throughout the entire sale the high in that sale was eight thousand dollars again quite quite active the commercial heifers that day trade from uh, 1250 to 1600 the average over 1400 dollars on all the open heifers and through the week the board continued to rise throughout most of the week feeder cattle certainly uh, getting some spice and some spark into them as we head into the end of the month. That's the way it is in cattle country, Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 4,500 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 163 to 165 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 heads, selling in a range of 161 to 164 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, March 24th are SIG 3, 162, SIG 4, 170, 77, SIG 5, 166.39, Cash 164.89, Britco 164.49, Thunder Creek 169.36, and High Life 168.77. Cash hogs today are called steady to lower, while lean hogs are trading lower, and the Canadian dollar is down 5 basis points, trading at 0.7472 cents US. Cash hogs Friday were down $1.07 per hundredweight, while the cutout was up 99 cents per hundredweight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $25 per head black. Weekly slaughter numbers were estimated at 2.313 million head, that, while down from the previous this week are up by 6.8% over the previous year. Coming up, the farm weather for